rich black woman. the rich black woman podcast where we empower you to be rich in mind body and bank i'm your host yaz your girl and i've got with me here today a really amazing black female tech entrepreneur her name is jade kearney and she's the co-founder and ceo of she matters a digital health platform dedicated to improving postpartum comorbidities for black women through community culturally competent health care providers and culturally relevant resources. She is the author of Lean, A Guide to Black Entrepreneurship, and the creator of Black Girls Tech Day. She has a background in diversity and inclusion and a master's degree in digital media design from NYU. She is a Black female founder and the proud mother of twins. I'm so excited to speak with you, Jade, uh, and to learn more about She Matters, your inspiration for uh, for it, and especially during uh, Women's History Month and our desire to center Black women. And this is a particular topic that's near and dear to my heart, maternal child health um, for Black women and Black babies. And so tell us like, about yourself. What is She Matters? Tell us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm so appreciative. And I just had twins eight weeks ago, but I have four children. So I just wanted to say that I'm a mom of four. So awesome. um, Yes. And happy uh, Women's History Month to you too, sis. Uh, So I'm, like I said, I'm really happy to be here and um, I'm a mom. I'm a black woman. I'm a lover. I'm a... (laughs) I'm a wife, I'm all of those things, but um, She Matters is one of my children. I, I saw, I started She Matters when I had my first daughter, Kenora, after trying to navigate this very challenging healthcare system. Uh, she Matters came because at about three months postpartum, I started to have something called postpartum anxiety OCD. I didn't know what the hell this was, but I can tell you what was happening. I would have terrible thoughts of like harming my daughter. And there, I didn't want to do any of this, but I would have the thoughts or the images. Um, I would be scared to walk down the street because I would think that I would let the stroller go. And I would just have these thoughts constantly and they would ruminate. And I had so much shame uh, that by the time I opened my mouth, to tell somebody what I was experiencing, I was exhausted. I was so tired. I said to my mom, I said, mommy, I think I'm having some type of postpartum. And, and as you know, black women, as, as a black woman, we don't talk about mental health challenges. My mom never gave me her birthing story. I'm not sure if your mom gave you your hers, no. but we don't, isn't that wild? Yeah. We don't share our birthing story. So I'm the oldest of eight kids. Wow. I had no idea that my mom had experienced any postpartum. So what she said to me was, 
Yeah, sometimes that happens. With your brother, he was my mom's first C-section. She said, I didn't look at him for six months. And when I finally looked at him, he looked like a different child. Wow. And I said, well, what did you do? Like, how did you get better? She said, eventually it just went away. And I said, weren't you suffering? Of course I was, but I had four other kids. Mm. And I thought, oh my God, this uh, cultural norms of, of suffering silently are so deep rooted, right? Um, and since I knew I wasn't getting help from family and friends, right? I went to my healthcare provider and they immediately sent me antidepressants. And if you're part of the culture, you know that that's something that we look at like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, yeah. right? And we should not, but you hear things like it's going to control your mind. You yep. can handle it. Why don't you go to church? All of these things. Yep. So I had all of this, all of these uh, stereotypes of what, uh, what I would be taking an antidepressant. And so I didn't go, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't take it. And I was just suffering. And I looked on the internet because at this point I've gone to the doctor and I'm experiencing the medical neglect of not only the physician, but the hospitals. Because in my daughter's first year of life, I went to the emergency room 21 times. Whoa. Yes. So I'm here I am clearly suffering. Okay? I'm, <laughs> woo, suffering. And mm. they would say, I think, are you experiencing postpartum? I don't know. Am I experiencing postpartum? You tell me. You know, like, this. I'm here because I don't know what's happening. And because mind and body are one, I started to have physical symptoms of my anxiety. Mm. So my body was twitching. I was having migraines. My vision was blurry. It was all because of stress. Because stress will kill you. Wow, Jane. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so much. And um, I remember one nurse gave me Valium. And she was like, are you having a hard time, you know, uh, with postpartum? And I said, yeah, I'm here sitting here she said okay just take this volume and don't breastfeed uh yeah that was like it mm. and so i said I, I gotta figure out what's going on with me and i'm looking online i'm seeing all these chat rooms of like uh, like online forums and things of that nature reddit all that kind of stuff of white women talking about all of this postpartum mental illness stuff ah uh, wow and they're chatting it up and I'm in there as a lurker because one, they don't reflect me. Yeah. We are mothers, but I don't see myself in that room. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting the information. Okay. But I'm not sharing because immediately it goes back. I always say it goes back to the culture. You don't share what's going on in your house. You know that. So I'm not going to share what's happening to me with outsiders. We don't do that. And so I said, is there nowhere, is there no place that I can go that I can talk about what's happening to me? Because I can't be the only black woman that's going through this. Nope. So I started to ask other black women and they were like, yeah, girl, I didn't take a shower for a month. Yeah, girl, I almost <laughs> had to check myself into the place. And I said, why aren't we talking to each other? Mm. Because let me tell you, all of my shame and my suffering is for another sister's deliverance. Yeah. I'll say it every time. And if I don't open my mouth 
to say what I'm experiencing, then she suffers in silence. And I said at that moment, okay, no, I'm going to get better because I had read a BuzzFeed article of 11 women's stories, black women specifically, the articles like black women, uh, black women in postpartum suffering in mm. silence changed my life. I wish I knew these women changed my life because I saw myself and I said, if they can get better, then I can get better. But I'm not only going to get better, I'm going to get better and make sure that any black woman that is going through what I am going through has a place where she can at least read about what other women that look like her are experiencing. So she knows she's not alone. Yes. That is so rich and so pro- profound. And I felt that in my soul. And I just thank you for sharing your story and thank you for using your pain, as you said, to then help another sister out. And I really want to pause on what you said about suffering in silence. That is something that I am learning more and more about, as you said, about our culture. That is another obstacle to us being well another obstacle in a system that already prevents us very intentionally from getting help and seeking help. There are some ways that we ourselves prevent ourselves from getting the adequate and necessary attention because we have these myths around, as you said, not airing your dirty laundry and what you're actually going through. And I want to take it a step even further because Black women in this country in particular, we have been seen as the strong Black woman. And I have my own personal issues with that, but I see that even impacting, Jade, what you're talking about here and that we were suffering in silence. We have these Black mothers suffering in silence because of that trope that we have taken on that we should not be taking on. It is further almost like self-suicide. Yeah. Um, and, and it's unnecessary and we have got to reject that. So I am so empowered and so excited for what She Matters does. So tell us, you said it's a forum for Black women, Black mothers like yourself. Like what is, how are you bringing this forum to the forefront how are you providing a solution for black mothers it's an app so you get on an app as a black it's two it's there are two ways to be a part of she matters as a black mom you can use our app where you can speak to other black moms to validate your experience you can find those culturally relevant resources you mentioned earlier whether it's an article or whether it's a listserv of black doulas you know, you can find all of that with us. Then we have our culturally competent healthcare providers. And that's a database of healthcare providers who've been certified by us as culturally competent. You're getting all of that as a black mom. You're getting free therapy as a black mom from us, which is hella important. I'm being very LA right now. Um, (laughs) I'm being very, um, I'm doing the Bay right now. Yes. Like so, so important because even if you just need three sessions to figure out what's going on in your mind, maybe you don't want to navigate your therapy because I will tell you the reason why I stomped my feet and figured out how to make sure we can get free, free therapy is because it took me six weeks to be matched with a therapist. Mm. I was like, if I was going to 
if I was going to end it all, I would have ended it all. Lord, I can't even speak to anybody. Right. So you get that. You get free events where we bring on doctors and doulas and other moms to talk about Black maternal care, right? Um, that's what you get as a mother. As a healthcare provider, you're being certified as culturally competent. So you take our training, which takes you through the nuances and challenges of what it's like to be a Black mom, to build em empathy and to provide education. Because in our community, we have our own colloquialisms. We have our own cultural uh, verbiage and uh, language that we use around spirituality, that we use around healthcare. For example, I always say a Black person might go to the hospital and say, look, God brought me here. No, she is not suffering from psychosis. This is something that we might say, right? Because we are spiritual people. If I say that to you, you know that I'm not losing my mind. Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> it's just like when we say this kid has been here before. There's a spiritual thing that happens and there's a language that happens amongst us that if other people, specifically healthcare providers understood, it would help them to better communicate with us. So that is what we do. We do our culturally competent certification for healthcare providers and we have our platform through our app where we support black mothers. All of this is education, which is improving communication. Mm, that's so good. Education and improving communication. And for the, you know, we hear a lot about health equity now. And we hear that, you know, we see that maternal child health is more on the national, um, I would say headlines. And we're hearing about it more in the news. It's a buzzword more so now, but yet and still black women are more likely to experience preventable maternal child, you know, death compared with white women. And that's across every socioeconomic level, every, you know, spectrum and strata. And we saw it with, for example, Serena Williams so infamously shared her struggles uh, Beyonce shared her struggles. And these are women, obviously, who have access to the best uh, physicians in the world, right? And yet and still, we see this lack of empathy, this lack of care, this lack of listening to Black women. And so how does She Matter um, help to reach some of those providers who may not think that they have anything to learn, you know, may not realize that they are not competent in speaking that cultural language you just talked about. Well, we do a, um, we do a bias assessment. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you're going to get is the baseline of where you fit, right? Subconscious bias. We all have it. No yep. one is free of this. So you're going to learn where you are. And at the end of the certification, you take it again to see how far you've come. We make sure that every healthcare provider actually speaks to a black woman because believe it or not, some physicians have never seen a black woman in person and, and, and they never had a black woman as a patient. So you're going to speak to a black mom who's been through the system, who's had struggles and challenges to build empathy. And then you're going to take this course and in order to be certified, okay, you have to give us a, like a report on how you're going to implement this into your practice. So it's not like a sexual harassment where you just click the button and go through blah, 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 blah. No, you're doing partially async. And then the rest of it, 
you're seeing a black person, you're speaking to black women, and you have to tell me how you're going to take everything you learned and become a better doctor. <laughs> like, this is not, this is not a white label out of the box thing. We have studied this for years. What we've created is here to build empathy and to improve communication and to help doctors to help doctors feel safe themselves. It's not only for black women to be safe, but for physicians to be safe. Physicians are scared to mess up on black women, right? Mm. They don't want to be seen as racist. They don't want to be seen as biased, right? So yeah. black women are scared and physicians are scared. So what does that lead to? Miscommunication. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. And I love that you are giving them something that's intentional and then almost like, you know, it reminds me of you're at a corporation, a corporation has its blueprint, its goals for the year. Like you're asking them for their action plan. So this is what you've learned. Now, how are you going to implement this in real time, real practice so that it makes an impact in the care that you're now delivering to black women? Is this also something that's extended to nurses because we know that nurses often are you know on the front line that's the first person we see right yes it's for everyone in healthcare so it's for the receptionist at the front desk Mm. it's for the nurse it is for the core the care coordinator it's for everyone who may interact with that woman because care starts when you enter the hospital yes that's excellent you know how many black women leave when the person at the front desk is it nice to them? I'm a witness. Yeah. Listen, oh, I don't like this. Let me go to a different hospital. Yeah. And delaying okay. care then, right? And also yep. giving me a negative experience, right? Absolutely. So true. No, I love that. Um, you know, here in the state of California, we are one of the few states, and you probably know this, that is now covering for women who are on our state Medicaid doulas. Yes. That is a part of, so talk about how do you, how do you work with doulas and what do you think of that policy? So um, we knew this policy was coming out last year. And what we've done is we partner with some great people to make sure that we can certify doulas as culturally competent. Like that's important too. So we want to match moms with culturally competent doulas as well, not just healthcare providers, but doulas. So we're, we're in this. We're here. We're we're a bit above the curve because we were privy to that information beforehand. Um, doulas are so important in that room. It's important to have an advocate. It's important to feel comfortable. I had a doula for all of my births. And so since it's being made available in this way, we want to make sure that Black mothers have access to it. That's excellent. And also just the knowledge of it. You know, I know there are many Absolutely. Black women who don't even yet know you know, about doulas and even just the history of black women as midwives in this country, you know, first the midwives of, you know, unfortunately to um, slaveholders and the white women who would give birth. And then also because we didn't have access to care, our black women being our own midwives to one another um, and that whole history, it's a beautiful history. So I love that re-empowering of Black women and giving us a voice and an advocate. And, you know, I think one of the things, too, that you tap into is just helping Black women get help. Because we often do not, like you said, share the information so that we're validated. 
And then I think sometimes we don't know how to get help. We're either, and maybe it's a, you know, a mixture of everything. We don't know how to get help. We don't admit that we need help. And perhaps we get overwhelmed, you know, yeah. and not knowing where to get the help that we need. And so at, let's say I am seeking out help. What would I do to, you know, connect with She Matters? And what does that look like? Is it a subscription? Is it, what is it? It's free for black women. All you have to go, all you have to do is go to shematters.health and um, click to register with us. And what we do is we screen, um, we screen our users because we receive a lot of racism. Mm, wow. So you can't just download our app. Yes, yes. It is unbelievable the amount of racism from white men and white women on For a regular that's helping black women. Yes. Give birth yes. to healthy babies. And this is what I'm saying to you. Wow. Yes. We are harassed on a regular basis. We get harassed at our events. We're harassed. It's just constant. Wow, Jade. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you, and that further highlights and emphasizes why what you're doing is so important and what we're up against, you know? Um, yes. It, it, I mean, oh my gosh. Like, I, my mind is like, are you kidding me? Like every time it happens, every time it happens, I have this moment of like, oh yeah, racism is loud. It's here. It's vibrant. I cannot tell you how many times I've been on a call and someone breaks into the Zoom room and calls all of us niggers. Oh my goodness, Jay. It's a, it's a regular thing and. And I think people think that that black maternal morbidity is like this thing, like um, they think it's like pollution, right? And it's so big, you can't tackle it. No, 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 no. Systemic racism and healthcare, you can tackle it. Healthcare providers are culturally biased and subconsciously biased, and they need education. And Black women need to be heard and respected. There you go. It's not like pollution. It's not so far gone that no one knows what to do. We know yeah. what to do. It's about doing it. Yes. It's about doing it. I love that. Um, it seems like a good place to to pause. Um, I am a little bit, you know, I'm kind of like, wow, people would take that much energy to prevent Black women from even seeking help. Um, but I want to focus on the good here, and that is that you are a solution for Black women, and that it's free. Like, I don't want to miss that point, because I was <laughs> expecting you, sis, to say, oh, you know, it's $99 a month or whatever, you know. Yeah. But the fact that it is free to us, I want everybody listening to this podcast to download the app, share it with a friend who is, and if you have any pregnant girlfriends or you know, recently pregnant, share it. You know, this is that going back to what you were saying, Jade, about sharing information and resources so that we are empowered, so that we are not suffering in silence, as you so eloquently said. We Absolutely. need to share resources. And then 
women, we need to take and act upon those resources. We need to be empowered to take the help and to raise your hand and say you need help. So I am just, I'm totally excited about and energized by this conversation. And I want to know, you know, what's next for you? Being a tech startup, uh, being one of the few Black female <laughs> tech startups, you know, what is, what are you doing now? How can we support you and what's next? Well, we're coming out with a, a symptom tracker. So it pairs with your wearable technology like a Fitbit or uh, Apple Watch. And if you are pregnant or you're in postpartum and you suffer signs from preeclampsia, eclampsia, or help, um, it'll help you track those symptoms. We are constantly um, providing community events virtually to Black women. We are, we've partnered with the Biden administration um, to bring to bring all of this information to black mothers in a very big way, right? So just look out for, we're doing a, a, a video on black maternal morbidity. We're doing the sniper campaign here in New York City. You should see us in all of the cities that are uh, that have high instances of black maternal morbidity. So LA, Atlanta, Houston, like you'll see our presence in these places um, in months to come. So oh, you can support exciting. us by sharing, um, by sharing She Matters with a healthcare a network, a provider um, to talk about our certification, or like I said, share with a black mom because she may be suffering in silence. We need black moms to be on this app so that people know that we not only care about each other, we care about ourselves and they cannot say they're not coming, they're not here right? That's not the case. We're here. We want to get better and we want to move forward in our mom's journeys free of shame, right? And really free of fear, right? We're, we're, our, we're our grandmother's wildest dreams. So we're the change, right? We want to give our birthing stories to our daughters. Absolutely. I just love it. And anything that we can do on the Rich Black Women podcast to help elevate and support what you're doing, please let me know. Um, this has been such an amazing conversation, and I am just so inspired by this and what you're doing. And I'm glad to hear that you are partnering on a mass national level to make impact. Uh, the work is great. The need is great. And so we wish you all the success in the world and continued growth. Where can people follow you, follow She Matters? Um, where can we find you in the social world? You can find us um, at shematters.io on Instagram. I am at Jade Kearney Official on Instagram. And you can go to shematters.health um, to find us online. Excellent. Well, with that said, thank you so much for sharing your story. And everybody, all the RBWs listening, please follow She Matters and get involved and share this app with your girlfriends. Um, I could see really huge things happening here um, to change the face of uh, maternal health for Black women. So let's, um, let's get in formation and help, help our sisters stay here so that they can be the mothers. Um, we are mothers of the earth. Civilization started with us. And so it is up to us to take care of us and to lend that help and support. 
thank you, Jade, for being a part of the Rich Black Women podcast. Thank you for having me and thank you for what you're doing. That's my jam, y'all. Well, since you stayed to the end, hop on over to richblackwoman.com and sign up for our abundance newsletter for more after party highlights like this.